Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I am Ananda Lewis. And I am Tia Mary. This is The Read. Yes, welcome back. Another week here with us. Hallelujah. Figuring your life out and things of that nature. Correct. Um, let's start with our huge Black excellence this week. Goes to a powerful Black woman named Kiko Davis. She's the owner of the only Black woman-owned, Black woman-owned bank. In the nation, what? according to Black Enterprise. Um, she's the majority stockholder of the First Independence Bank, which is apparently the 10th largest Black-owned bank in the country. Um, she's also a leader of the Don, founder and president of the Don Davis Legacy Foundation, which I believe is named after her husband, who was also a powerful, smart, rich Black. Okay. And <laughs> Okay. <laughs> So if you want to support Bank With, a place that you can trust is held by Black woman and her Black face in essence, then it's the first independence bank. I love this quote that I read on Because of Then We Can, where she discusses um, how she feels about women being leaders. She said, we possess a level of empathy for people in general with a higher level of sensitivity towards women and minorities. Hmm. Oftentimes, it's a skill set that unfortunately some men and non-minorities do not possess. They simply are socialized differently. I believe in order to lead people effectively, you must be able to understand them or at least want to. And to that, mm. Ms. Davis, I Mrs. Mean. Davis, <laughs> I say thank you and I concur. Correct. So, because that's really what's going on. Like, ask these white women how many of them end up going to small or local or black owned banks for their business loans when the big white boys say no. Right. I'm just saying. So, shout out to her. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. This week... In our pop culture segment that we lovingly call a hot tops, a cock to remember, I will be honest with you. What a cock that say, was. Um, most of this was very boring to me. So boring. <laughs> um, don't care about most of it, but we're going to okay. go through it anyway. Yeah, let's see how I feel about it. We might be through with the hot topics in like eight minutes. First of all, uh, congratulations are in order for one Tyler Perry, who's uh, officially a billionaire, according to Forbes. Mm. Um, They met up with the doll down at TP Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, um, (laughs) where they apparently have finished filming four different Tyler Perry shows within two months. I read that up. I mean, it's factual information. I'm not getting. Um, it says here that uh, they even shot Bruh TV series Bruh 19 episodes in four days. Mm, that cannot My be legal. God on Earth. It just can't be legal. <laughs> Tyler got the people over there from sun up to sundown. Okay. Oh, apparently it's called Camp Quarantine. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> So that's what it is. Because, you know, Taisha has a, a campus. It's right. a campus. Yeah, no, it's a lot going on over there. I'm not mad at it. And apparently invested millions in making sure that uh, it was safe, 
enough tests were available. You know, the children were monitored and everyone was doing what they needed to do mm. so that nobody gets the sick. Um, and so that Tyler does not have to slow down production. And so that they don't have to miss a day. <laughs> because one day is half a series. It is. That's three seasons. How you and nobody shoot has 19 time. episodes in four days? I don't know. Most most sitcoms or dramas take like two, three days to actually finish doing. So, yeah, yeah. I just don't I don't understand. But it's typical, Tyler. You know, on the one hand, I feel like you cannot become a billionaire without exploiting somebody. And on the other hand, I'm like <laughs> a lot of people think that. I mean, and I really do believe that's true. On the other hand. Black people are the last ones I'm going to press about being rich. Because if anybody deserved to be rich, it's us. There it is. So, you know, despite the fact that I think Tyler is certainly doing something illegal by having y'all shoot this many episodes. Who knows? (laughs) In like 36 hours. Didn't Taraji say he had like two days for her to shoot uh, Acrimony? (laughs) I don't remember if it was a week or less, but it was very fast. It was something absurd. So, you know. And I think that's just, I think that's how he's really worked for like... As long as I can remember, especially once he started to break into the films and, and all of that other stuff. And like, I don't understand it, but I also find it um, very mm-hmm. impressive you that know, he's able to write five movies in 24 hours <laughs> and film every single one of his numerous shows in a matter of days. On top of that, again, if you haven't seen what Tyler Perry Studios looks like, just Google a picture. It's incredible. Like this, it is astounding what this man was able to do. And the fact that, like, so many people, whether they would shoot in two days or not, are probably, like, <laughs> they <wouldn't>. just <laughs> heated at the fact that this man can just pull onto his property and film whatever the fuck. The girls are probably begging him to use one of these down- sound stages because I would assume they're probably like in high demand for the girls that are trying to get back to filming. Um, probably so because, you know, Atlanta um, or Georgia really offers yeah. a lot of tax breaks for people who are shooting movies there. And I'm sure Tyler Perry Studios is a very attractive place. You know, they have they got a white they got a White House over there and all kind of shit. Tyler didn't really set his shit up real nice. So I know the MCU definitely took uh, part in. So I don't know if it yeah. was Avengers, Black Panther. I think it was maybe I more think than it one. was Black Panther for sure. I'm pretty sure, but might be wrong about that but you know everything black you can assume it passed through tyler perry one way or another i mean there you, <laughs> so, go. you know i i feel complicated i have complicated emotions about tyler perry but you know sir it it is one thing to to be like a depressed abused child who was homeless at one point and to turn yourself into all this so a billionaire. Yeah. I mean, a billionaire and with this much power, like you employ, I mean, nowhere near enough people, but a lot of people. So, yeah. Congratulations to you. Yeah, I agree. Very amazing story. And I am, I've always been very, like, uh, inspired by his story as a businessman. 
Um, and the things that he's been able to do for black creatives, especially black actors and hair and makeup people and all the people who have to work on these things. Now, the content of most of the productions, I've also been vocal about. And I will continue to be vocal <laughs> we'll about. We'll never stop telling the truth about it. You know, it. I'm just going to say, you know, what I feel. But I have nothing but respect for what he's been able to do for himself and as a businessman and shit like that. And then also, when you consider the fact that they shoot, you know, like a whole network's worth of programming in two or three days. Like, of course, I'm not blown away by a lot of it. Right. Because you know? it's like, but then at the same time, I read in this that the latest seasons of House of Pain and I don't remember the name of the other show. One of his other shows that just have and guess, have nots. Prim- no, not that one. It's one I don't think I had heard of before. But I believe they're both BT sitcoms. Okay. Anyway, he's getting the ratings. Whoever he makes, that mm-hmm. stuff. And that's what the doll tried to tell us when we were like, oh, so you don't hire writers, girl? She was like... <laughs> And I don't need that. Tyler was like, no, the girls no, love what I write. I don't do. care what you think about it. They love the lace fronts. They love the, you know, <laughs> waist fronts. They love everything that I do, girls. So get off my dick. It's true. Like it is. He apparently racks in ratings and who, whatever it is he makes is loved by someone. There's a market for it. I'm not within that market, but that doesn't fucking matter. So. Thanks. Boom. It's a reason why Oprah had half of own dedicated to Tyler Perry programming like it draws people in did you see that episode of him when he was on black af no but i heard that i need to watch at least whatever monologue or something that he had. you need to go watch that episode in fact every black person who works in a creative field in some way needs to go watch that because you might have a lot of criticisms of tyler of tyler perry and every last one of them might be very valid yeah. But that nigga knows exactly what he's doing and he oh, knows yeah. who he's serving and he doesn't care about the rest of us. And there's <laughs> something about that I just have to applaud. <laughs> so you know what? definitely go look sure. at that. Go look at that for real, because it's a very good episode. The best of the whole season. All right. Um, well, congratulations, everybody over there having fun, hopefully being safe. And things of that nature and Medea as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she's doing good. <laughs> I think she's dead. I don't know. No, she can't be. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Um. So in the next episode of Trapped in the Closet, um, Penitentiary Edition, there's an update on oh. the uh, inmate who reportedly attacked Robert Kelly down at the jailhouse. Um, oh, yes. My fave. The man in question is named Jeremiah Jeremiah Farmer, uh, an alleged former member of the Latin Kings, mm-hmm. locked up for uh, racketeering, okay, conspiracies, uh, some drug things. He was also apparently charged with double homicide. Mm. Last week we discussed how. He allegedly put the paws on Robert because he was tired of the prison being locked down due to people protesting for Robert's release Mm -hmm. and apparently not able to get his Cheetos poppables from down at the... uh... (laughs) Commissary, it's very important. (laughs) It's very important. (laughs) 
there's not a prison that has poppables. Like they would never do something. I like mean, that. they might. It's like college campuses and the meal points. You're gonna spend them on whatever you can. Apparently, uh, Mr. Farmer wrote uh, a filing to the Court of Appeals uh, titled "The Government Made Me Attack R. Kelly." Oh shit. <laughs> Okay, keep talking. I need to hear this. <laughs> um, this man who is mostly tattoos, he's like 95% tattoo, mm-hmm. 5% person. And he said, um, basically what I gathered from reading a lot of this, I won't repeat it because it's lengthy and also a little hard to understand. But what I believe he's trying to say is that he was having trouble, I guess, getting, like, access to or making a a filing. Like, he wasn't allowed to use the computers or the printers to, like, get the paperwork or whatever he needed um, to file something for his case. And that was allegedly uh, due in part to pandemic, the pandemic and the restrictions that came uh, as a result of it. Right. And so he felt like he felt like he had no choice but to be R. Kelly's ass as a way to get attention so that he could say, all right, now that I have your attention, the government is fucked up. Yeah. And all I want to do is use Microsoft Word. That is what I got from this. It didn't really feel like, because when I read this, it was like, I thought he was trying to say the government was like, hey, go beat this nigga's ass for us real quick. That's not what I think he's no. trying to say. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but he also is bouncing between speaking in first and third person throughout, throughout a lot of I this uh, message. Which I guess because he didn't have legal counsel or ac- ac- you know adequate representation. So he's kind of trying to speak legalese, but then also saying I and me. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> either way, I feel no different about it. I got a <sighs> couple of uh, additional details. Um, apparently, there was an employee down at the prison who um, was supposed to be meeting with Mr. Jeremiah Farmer at 9.45 on Wednesday, Mm. August 26th, where a farmer decided to leave the office, even though he was ordered not to, and he headed right on over. This is where I I picture the booming, trapped-in-the-closet instrumental to begin. All right. Um, And he turned the corner and started to mollywop Robert Kelly's ass on the lower bunk of the the cell uh, situation. The employee followed him. Um, apparently, or reportedly requested that Mr. Farmer stop beating R. Kelly's ass. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Farmer refused to comply or respond, at which point the prison employee here, it says... Stop the assault using pepper spray. So this nigga got beat up and maced. I also read that the man may have had a knife that attacked R. Kelly. No word on that. But apparently the girls are fine. Are I mean, as fine as you can be in prison. Right. And 
you know, R. Kelly was moved to solitary confinement. And now Mr. Farmer has, you know, his tattoos on CBS News. And um, hopefully this works out in his... I mean, I I don't know what he's supposed to... Are they going to let him use the fax machine now? I don't know what... (laughs) Feels like you're just going to be in trouble. Like, I don't know that this Yeah, I feel like just based off the prison shows I've seen, this means you're going to solitary or something. Like, you're in big trouble for this. But also, you know, when when you read off his charges, I was just waiting to hear, you know, something that was going to piss me off, like sexual assault or domestic violence. And I didn't hear none of that. I heard Mm. regular shoot, murder, kill shit, which is not good necessarily, but I'm just saying, like... (laughs) And mind you, I read he was charged with double homicide. (laughs) But he was convicted, apparently, from what I read, on racketeering. Got you. Okay, so the so doll's you know. basically My Little Pony. She's completely <laughs> sweet, <laughs> soups harmless, never done anything to anybody. Yeah, like this uh, is a white man's crime. I don't even really know what racketeering what? means. What does that even mean? You, you caused up a big ruckus? <laughs> I mean, I feel like a racket is just like any sort of organized crime initiative crimes committed at a state or federal level there you go okay well still don't really know what that means maybe he sold a lot of drugs but drug rings or like okay trafficking i don't know i don't so much to where you violate state or federal regulations as opposed to local most of what i know about racketeering is uh from video games okay so don't listen to me (laughs) You can Google it. I don't know what it is. Okay, yeah, no, definitely don't. I mean, I'm I'm blatantly admitting I don't know, but... No clue, I don't know. You know, I didn't hear nothing that was going to automatically disqualify me from supporting this man, so... I'm not upset about anything, I You heard. know, I mean, I I feel like he should have free range to whoop R. Kelly's ass again, just because. Just because, At the very not? least, get him his poppables. Like, I don't know if you have to, like... <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> Too sweet, nigga. Or 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 crustables. What what is that nasty ass peanut butter and jelly? Uncrustables. Oh, disgust. Like, I mean, I just don't know who wants a pre-made peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's just not that comes that wrapped in plastic. It isn't. <laughs> peanut butter and jelly makes all of forty-five seconds to make. There is no need for this. I have been appalled by those <laughs> excuses for sandwiches since they're in... Sa- from the moment that I saw Uncrustables or whatever the fuck they're called, <laughs> I was confused, devastated, and disgusted. And they still exist. Yeah, they do. I mean, clearly they're a convenience food that a lot of people enjoy, but I just can't imagine not buying bread and peanut butter and jelly and doing it myself. That just looks Honestly, nasty. It looks nasty. It- it really does. First of all, I mean, I guess if you don't like crust on on your bread or whatever, then that's you part could of just it. Cut but it like, off. a butter knife I, will take that right off, sweetie. <laughs> you don't even have to get project bread. You can pull it off. Like you don't even have to cut it. Right. You could just like, use your fingers. <laughs> you really could use your fingers and pick it up, but you don't want to have to do that. You know, first world problems. I'm assuming that that shit is for parents who are like, I'm a 
the kids are up and all I have time to do is throw this shit in a bag yeah, before we have to get out of the door. It's gotta be. Like, I don't have time to pull out a butter knife Listen. and spread jam on anything. <laughs> I threw so. an Uncrustable, a bag of Doritos, and a Boom. Capri Sun in there. <laughs> and I was just gonna say Capri Sun. With an apple juicy that I know juice. that nigga not gonna eat. <laughs> juicy juice if we're talking <laughs> kindergarten, first grade. And that was it. Them kids eat it. You think them kids give a shit? I didn't grow up with that shit. But if I did, I would probably just eat it. I I drank Sunny Delight. Never wanted it. And that shit is disgusting. I was just like maybe two weeks ago. I had Sunny Delight intentionally, and I think it was the first time that I've had Sunny Delight. Oh no! Maybe since I was very young. And I remember when I was a kid. I loved it. I thought that Sunny Delight, I didn't even have it often because obviously my mother knew better than to bring that shit into our house. (laughs) But when I did have it, I was like, this is absolutely delicious. I loved it too. It's so great. (laughs) It tastes so good. And I had it the other, and I was so confused as to why people, usually older people, openly found Sunny Delight disgusting. (laughs) Now, as an older person myself, I tasted that shit the other day. <laughs> I took one sip and I threw it out. Like I got a bo- like a little bottle, not like a huge thing of it. Yeah. I got a little bottle from the corner store or whatever. And I took one sip no. of that syrupy, <laughs> convoluted chemical bullshit. It doesn't taste like anything that exists. <laughs> It's very concentrated. No. (laughs) It's very concentrated. This shit is like very blatantly, obviously fake. Why is it so thick? It's like palm olive. It's like, like, it's dish detergent. Why is it so syrupy and thick? I I don't remember who said this to me, but it was something along the lines of, you could pour sunny delight in a pan and scramble it like eggs and i've just never been the same (laughs) because why does it have that same consistency it just don't make no sense but like you i fucking love that shit when i was a kid i was like somehow they have improved orange juice we praise god (laughs) we praise god this is delicious i'm from miami i was fine with orange juice the girls love orange juice same and we made it from a kid let me tell you something my parents picked orange oranges <laughs> and like would squeeze their own wow, orange juice. Cannot relate. I hated it. It was so natural. <laughs> <laughs> it had pulp and bits and all kinds of shit. It was too real. In it. it was too authentic. And yet, people at the beautiful, amazing Sunny Delight Corporation <laughs> improved. Or, not even or, just orange juice, but citrus beverages altogether. I was so lost until I tried it as a 32-year-old adult. Yeah, it's And I have no idea how it exists. Because children do not have the taste buds of adults. And that shit is hidden on every cylinder for them niggas. It's vile. It's <laughs> so nasty. It's, it's not even the taste. Because it tastes like candy, I guess. But it's something about that shit. Like, it, it's like... It coats your tongue. Yes. It stays with you. And the aftertaste is bad. It's like eating Taco Bell. You can taste the chemicals when you're done. And that's just not how it's supposed to be. Sunny so, Delight is not supposed to be in your body. It's not. It's, it shouldn't, it's not supposed to be in anybody's <laughs> body. It's just not. 
It's not. An American food industry is going to lie to you, but... Leave me alone. It's made in Florida. There you go. Right there. It's very bad. Not a real product at all. Oh, it's distributed by the Dr. Pepper Snapple Group. Of course it is. That explains a lot. Because let me tell you two two things I also think are nasty. Dr. Pepper and Snapple. And isn't Dr. Pepper and Snapple, aren't they both owned by Coca-Cola? I I could swear. (laughs) I don't think so. I'm looking at... Or maybe Dr. Dr. Pepper Pepper is the one that's independent, but I could have sworn... Dr. Pepper, Snapple, 7-Up, RC Cola, Canada Dry, Sunkist. Oh, Pepsi. Sunkist is maybe Sorry. your saving grace. Mo- the majority of Pepsi and Coke bottlers bottling Dr. Pepper are owned by PepsiCo. Oh, and the Coca-Cola company. It don't matter. Guess who else is on this list? Hawaiian Punch. The okay. Red Sunny well, Delight. Now you can fight me behind Hawaiian Punch. <laughs> All I know is I used to live breathe and die about hawaiian punch yes and it was one that i actually had no problem making it into our household but one day i poured some honey some honey delight honey (laughs) delight some hawaiian punch into like a a white plastic cup was out playing crash bandicoot or whatever the fuck as a kid and had that cup sitting next to me during my games i finished my drink if that cup is at home, it's still pink on the inside. Yeah. And it was white. That's right. And so after that, I made the decision as an individual <laughs> to just not, you know, ever since then. And I feel like when you drink Sunny Delight, like the aftertaste doesn't taste bad, but it tastes like I'm still here and I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, it's like, like it's like licking a sweater. Your esophagus is now redder. Yeah. It belongs it to me. Be. It's mine. <laughs> I, t- I mean, I love Hawaiian Punch, but that was mainly in college because every frat party I went to, there was a punch mixed with some grain alcohol. And oh, Hawaiian- that count. <laughs> and Hawaiian Punch was used to cover up the taste because nothing else would do. So- punch Punch doesn't count. <laughs> in all of its different flavors. <laughs> You know, a hunch punch is a completely different beverage. It doesn't even the Hawaiian punch is like not the point. Or whatever you put in your hunch punch. Um moving forward. Okay. Great news for Usher. He's having a great week. Um, he's announced his first residency in Las Vegas via the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace. Oh yeah. Which is supposed to start next summer, July sixteenth. 2021 uh it is apparently an immersive an extraordinary immersive experience in quotations where he'll be performing loads of different songs from his 20 year long catalog and uh aside from that he's also apparently expecting a brand new baby with his girlfriend jen okay i did not know that part their first baby together and his third um so you know sky's limit a herpes rumor can't keep a a good dick down that's right damn it (laughs) you can try there's that um i i asked myself when i read this would i be interested in seeing usher at a vegas residency um 
the answer I arrived at is that if I happen to be in Vegas, um, <laughs> you ain't shit. If I happen to be in Vegas, I've still never been to Vegas in my life. If I happen to be in Vegas, I'm probably going to be fucked up. And if somebody was like, we should go see Usher, y'all, then I'd probably go. Granted, you know, the tickets are reasonable. I don't know how much tickets are for a they're not a bad like this. they're not bad i actually know because i'm going <laughs> to this <laughs> yes you are so gay uh no first of all it's not even me shariel wants to go for her bachelorette party got it so but of course i was down because bitch that's usher like i'm going um and our our tickets are just a couple hundred dollars like i think the most expensive is around 700 which is like front Woo! center vip which is a lot don't get me wrong but mm-hmm. we spent like 200 on ours and oh yeah no i've spent stupid money on beyonce okay like so let's not, not literally four figures so we're not yeah. we're not doing that today not yeah. right now but yeah, I'm actually looking forward to it because I feel like this is going to be my first trip since Corona came and wrecked our lives. Yeah, I think that um, this would be fun. Again, I think I'd have to be uh, coerced, not because it's Usher, but just because it's um, in public. Vegas? Oh, I was going to say, and Vegas in- is a lot. Trust me. <laughs> I just don't know what to expect. I almost went to Vegas not long ago, but I decided not to because pandemic. However, um, yeah, I feel like that it, it, it seems to me like the type of place you need to sort of have an idea of what the plan is. Like, I don't feel like I would yeah. land in Vegas and then try to figure it out and have a good time. Um, but one thing I know I would be doing is getting fucked up and they have like Absolutely. Weed. Yes. So I'm gonna be high, I'm gonna drink. And if someone's like, we should go and see, you know, Usher do the moonwalk or whatever down at the Coliseum, I'd probably go out go there and in my fuck uptitude, I'd probably have a good time. The only thing I can think of is yeah. Like the first thing that came to my mind was like the mm. I think there are blue lights in that video for yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> that is so, not me at all. Like, I have loved Usher's discography <sighs> since he came out, really. In Confessions, I probably bought three different copies of Co- Confessions. I was so obsessed. Don't get me wrong. Like, I had a major Usher crust. Uh, crush, Usher crush during the 8701 era. Oh, yeah. I, I have, like, <laughs> I definitely had the Usher. Uh, like magazine uh centerfolds and shit yeah i definitely had them cut out on my wall yes very word (laughs) up very right on um i had like a little face during my i don't know if i was like 11 12 or something where i was like i'm gonna put posters up on the wall of the people i stand because that's what people do i did the same and usher was up there like there's like three or four Usher posters. Britney was up there. Destiny's Child was up there. I'm fairly certain NSYNC was up there. And I want to say black, but I know I had like oh, wow. what a, hood a good. I love it. <laughs> I had like a good collection. I don't remember a lot of them. I think Mariah was up there too. But yeah, no, I I absolutely am familiar with usher's discography his catalog and absolutely stan lusted after usher and things as uh, as that as well 
I just like the first thing that comes to mind <laughs> when I think of a residency experience is yeah, because it's probably as big as record or yeah, I don't know it's probably going to be what closes out the show. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's, if anything, where they're going to go OD. Because the video itself looked like a Vegas show. So Okay, that's facts. Yeah. It's probably going to be full of uh, old black ladies like myself. Like me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No fool, not like you, like me. (laughs) Apparently, Usher's residency VIP experience comes with access to an exclusive pre-show, including two complimentary drinks, one socially distanced photo opportunity. Okay, take your ass to the other side of the stage, bitch. (laughs) One, two, three, lean close, bitch, because I'm not touching none of you. (laughs) Meet and greets are over. I didn't see that until just now. It says one socially distanced photo opportunity with Usher. <laughs> star, star. <laughs> Down here next to its um, respective asterisks, it says meet and greet may not be in person and may operate in a Go virtual off. model depending on COVID-19 <laughs> safety guidelines. Usher said, look, I'm not going to do this with you. I love it. You're not going to do it with me. I literally love it. <laughs> he said, you will be... <laughs> On one part of the picture, and I will be on the other. And we will be in two separate locations. Or, honestly, (laughs) I may not even be there. They may just hold FaceTime up to your camera and then snap. (laughs) Okay, it might just be a cardboard cutout. And you hoes are going to have to deal. (laughs) That's your your VIP meet and greet. (laughs) Listen, I'm sending out voice memos to everyone who bought the package. And that's as best as it's going to get. And that's as good as it's going to get. Yeah, actually, I'm very excited to see this and I haven't been to Vegas in a while so I'm sure we're gonna have a yeah this sounds like fun. yeah it's gonna be a good old ridiculous time this sounds like perfect bachelorette weekend it really is energy it really yeah. is I mean not just Vegas but also Usher like of course all of us old ass black bitches we're gonna love it sounds shit. like girl strip to me <laughs> oh it's definitely gonna be that way cause you know I gave Shariel my sexuality oh you know I did that yeah I do I saw, she was like, I'm sick of niggas. I was like, I'm sick of hoes. We're going to trade. And then three yeah. weeks later, this bitch found her fucking wife. Yeah. Like, That's how it happens. I cannot win. But whatever. I'm very happy for my friend. We're going to turn the fuck up. probably what happened to Niecy Nash. <laughs> Niecy Nash got a gay homegirl somewhere going, what in the fuck oh, yeah. did I do? She and her wife are such a cute couple. They are adorable. Their pictures are so cute. Everything they release, I just fall in love. Ugh. Um, when asked about the possibility of a G unit of film or series, Fifty Cent said that he does not care to do it. He said to DJ Who Kid uh, via Complex, "I'd like to forget G Unit." He also said Kendrick doesn't even let them boys come on his stage when he performs, referring to uh, Kendrick Lamar's TDE family. He said, "Yo, I could have did that. What the fuck? I'm bringing these dirty niggas on the stage for? I could have did it like Kendrick Dola." Uh, I really only brought this wow. up because I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to mention that when I read about this the, at first on the Shade Room, that someone in the comments said. 50, like 50 said really wants to die alone or he's begging to die alone or something like that and I laughed my it's ass true. off I don't care I thought that shit was funny Rick Ross just pulled randomly pulled Lloyd Banks into his 50 cent feud that has been going on since I was like in fourth grade what? Um, yeah he randomly because he 
Let me see if I can even remember how this happened. I think they were dealing with some sort of a legal case for some song. Uh, uh, you know what? Let me actually find the fucking information since I'm talking about it. But he, Rick Ross, won some sort of of legal case, I guess, with um with Fifty Cent. It says it was a five-year-old case involving an unauthorized remix to In the Club that Rick Rose. Uh, released. Okay. So I guess the judge went ahead and let that whole thing go and Rick Ross decided to uh, express his feelings on the matter in the most nigger-ass new money way possible by uh, popping bottles of champagne in his rich environment while also bringing up <laughs> Lloyd Banks <laughs> and asking if Lloyd Banks still got oh, money Lord. asking to see what Lo- Lloyd Banks is living like these days. No, mind all your these business. Meanwhile, I don't even think that Lloyd Banks and 50 Cent so fuck with each other. And that man was like, I think he responded to. Um, let me see. Oh my God. I think Lloyd Banks responded in a way that was very saved. <laughs> like he was oh, like, was it? Girl, I don't even care about this shit. I was gonna um, say, he, because where is all this coming from? Like, wh- why all this vitriol towards rich niggas self-validation needed ass bullshit okay. where niggas just gotta always feel like they got the biggest dick on the internet that's where it's coming from mm. lloyd banks tweeted i'll never join the circus so don't expect it from me peace and love august 31st 2020 and i was like amen and thank you okay. may the church just go ahead and pass the plate because this is what i needed yeah. <laughs> lloyd banks was like nigga i don't give a fuck about this shit i'm like, not mad at that at all not at all <laughs> More of that anyway, energy. Like I said, I only brought it up because that person who left the comment made me laugh. Um, and also, who do we need a G Unit film or? Book oh no, or any of the I didn't thing? ask. I definitely did not ask. <laughs> All they need to do is put one of them old G Unit tank tops in a time capsule somewhere and bury it, and hope someone will dig it up one day. Because that's really like what I remember G Unit for the most is them tank top. You remember them SWAT meat tank tops mm-hmm. that G Unit used to make that were white, <laughs> but then like the like shoulders were a, a different color or yes. like stripes. Girl, every nigga in their motherfucking uh, cousin Peugeot thought that they looked like 50 Cent in those motherfucking uh, tank tops. <laughs> and somehow you really could have like a bird chest and almost look like you've been to the gym. I don't know. So those tank tops were kind of magic. Yeah, we let anyway. niggas get away with a lot back then. I was going to ask yeah, what the game had to say about all this, but I guess that nigga doesn't have so many different labels that he's not really even feeling particularly targeted by this. Like, Which game? <laughs> the game. Spirit Fair? Nigga, the game, the rapper, the game. Oh. Are you joking? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, it don't matter, but <laughs> wow. The, the game was on G Unit for like a weekend. So. Long enough to release Hate It or Love It, which I loved. Oh, that is a G Unit era song of his. I loved mm. that fucking record. Wait, I did. Is there, is there another one? <laughs> oh, is there? Oh, is, this is how light. we do this is how we do is that his song this is how we do it not Montel Jordan <laughs> no he has a song that's like this is how we do is that a G-Unit song no 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 why are you up in the club that's 50 Cent oh no the, you right that is the game I thought that was yeah it's how we do you right wow okay. well, Jesus well. that's 2005 nigga that was 15 years ago I was about to say I had a locker in that time but <laughs> I, I was didn't. gonna say the fact 
that I can remember any of that. As drunk as I was back there, child, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh God. So, Takashi Six Nine. Nope. Spoke to Billboard, where they were d- discussing how some artists have reached out to folks like Drake to get a hit. And the person who was interviewing Mr. Six Nine referenced <sighs> Nicholas Minaj. No. Oh God. And her oh, God. contributions <laughs> to Six Nine's career as of as of today. <sighs> Takashi said the following. He said, Nikki's my sister. I love that girl to death. When has Nikki ever had a number one till this date? I love Nikki. That's my sister. He goes on to say, I love her to death. Give me a Nikki single that's been number one. Her record. <sighs> Why rub it Let's in? not shy off. That's my record. <laughs> says that he added. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to bring this up because the audacity. Mm-hmm moved me in a way I didn't expect to be moved. It swept me off of my feet, but not in the good way. Yeah. The nerve of this fucking (laughs) lean on me east east side high ass (laughs) drop out looking ass bastard to say, are you fucking like... And really did. Did. After all... That this woman did for your ungrateful Twitter painted ass. Yes. <laughs> come on, Twitter painted. You really are gonna try and come here now and discredit her? <laughs> Not even just her uh, contributions to your music career, but also to her own bitch. I don't give a fuck what kind of time Nicki Minaj is having right now, what kind of time Nicki Minaj has had over the past couple of years. I don't give a fuck about no beef. I don't give a fuck about all that goddamn yelling and screaming and backflips and shit off of Queen Radio. What we're not going to do is sit up here and act like the girls don't tap Nicki Minaj to get streams. We're not going to do that. Like, that last where I feel like we have to draw the line. Especially in the case... Especially in the case of this fucking delinquent ass bitch that I'm certain doesn't clean his nails or wipe his ass right. Correct. We're not going to do that. I just refuse. Like, I feel like at some point we have to just cut the shit. You tapped this woman or your label was Mm -hmm. smart enough to tap this woman not once, but twice to get features for the only songs that actually really charted and did well for you you know that you know that and even if you are so delusional because i really genuinely think that this child is half troll half delusion even Mm -hmm. if you are so delusional to feel like you've held your own on these records or whatever the fuck I know who doesn't know that. I know who knows the truth. And they're the same people who've been making the calls to Nicki Minaj's team to try and get you. And, like, that woman sat back and took flack and backlash and defended your snitching and did all of this fucking shit to excuse doing a record with you. And this is how you repay her? I want her gone. I want him gone. Like, I want him gone. And I, like, again, I try... 
very not even really hard because it's not that difficult but i tried to just (laughs) breeze past Mm -hmm. anything with his name on it because i know that it is usually attached to fuck shit but i was on this website and the fucking headline as i was scrolling down said six nine discredits Nicki minaj for troll success on a wrapup.com nope you have got to be fucking kidding me this is why home, this is why mama be losing her fucking shit and be going <laughs> on right. Queen Radio yelling about everybody and losing it and dropping bombs and talking about Sojourner Truth and Shirley Chisholm and whoever the fuck on Queen Radio. Right. This is why, because y'all really be having this lady fucked up and she's currently sitting back carrying a baby, probably, you know, eating all kinds of combinations of weird shit or whatever pregnancy allegedly does to you. And this is what she got to see. This ungrateful <laughs> psycho childish bitch trying to sit up here and act like she had nothing to do with the best things that have ever happened in his career yes I can't it don't even matter if it was number one for one week and then plummeted that don't even matter the fact is that you wasn't getting there without Nikki and I don't know why you acting like this is unheard of like Nikki being on songs frequently elevates the song so I feel like, you know, I might have whatever to say about Nikki, whatever criticisms I feel like I Surely, have. yeah. But don't come through and fucking shit on her like she didn't help you. Like she didn't elevate your shit. Like, I just don't understand the audacity of needing this woman and then turning around and being like, I mean, but you know, when push come to shove, we all know that's my record and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, I can't lie. I have not heard the song because there's zero. I mean, negative. You don't need to. I don't need to. You're right about that friend. But the point remains that it didn't get to number one until after Nikki hopped on it. So show some goddamn respect. I hope she's somewhere nesting and, you know, bleaching everything down and not letting nobody in her house and getting ready for her child and not even thinking about what this rainbow colored crackhead had to say about her. Because how dare you? Who the fuck do you think you are? I'm honestly curious. I'd love to know who this nigga thinks that he is. It's just like, like you said, there's so many things that we could say about Nikki in terms of how she's handled her moves and certain, you know, ways, certain things within her career or within the industry, fine, whatever. But like, one thing we're not going to do is discredit this woman's hard work, what she's done, and the value that she fucking has. Right. Because like, even today, where motherfuckers will try to argue that she's fallen off or she's, you know, whatever the fuck that even some of her peers tried to say about her because she worked with you. Uh, because she worked with you. Say that shit Even again. like, <laughs> like people are still, Ty Dolla Sign just released a song with, with Nicki on it. And the only reason I clicked on it was to hear what it sounded like and Nicki's verse. The whole thing is garbage. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, her verse is fine. You know what I'm saying? And she looks pretty in the video or whatever. Clearly still working while she's pregnant. But, like, the song outside of what she put into it was not worth listening to. And there's a lot of people, like, she... If you remember, like, peak Nikki, like, I feel like it was the year that... What was that fucking... Was it a DJ Khaled song? The pull up in a... Monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from whatever that what oh, was that song? that's monster that's oh, her no, monster that, that's, not, that's her verse on monster that's not the verse I'm thinking of oh uh, okay what is the other? I don't know <laughs> oh hello good morning oh, when hello okay. good morning why did I mix that up with the fucking monster verse? no clue. anyways I feel like it was that year that that song came out, but whatever like when Nikki was like peak Nikki and she was on like every 
seeing there was like a yep. summer where she you would like trip and fall on the street and land in a Nicki Minaj feature. <laughs> and I remember I at remember. the time thinking that it was very reminiscent of Lil Wayne because mm-hmm. a couple summers before that, it was the same thing with Wayne. Like everybody was tapping motherfucking Wayne for records. K-pop bands and motherfucking like, you know, people who play the cello or whatever. Everybody wanted to work with Lil Wayne because it made money. Yep. It got, you know, plex. Whether the song was good or not. <laughs> and the same thing goes for her right now. And I know that you know it and I damn sure know that your label knows it. So to sit up here and flap your gums to try to act like this black woman didn't have nothing to do with the like the few things yep. that people have enjoyed from you. Disgusting. Huh, let that Deporter. be a lesson. Never ever support white men. Just be quiet. <laughs> Don't ever stick up for them. <laughs> Look at this. Send shit. her back to Niagara Falls with Tory Lanez. <gasps> I don't even care that she's not from there. I was about to say that nigga's Canadian. No, <laughs> oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I think he's from here, but I don't give a Deport shit. Deport him anyway. Like, uh, yeah, just get ungrateful. Out. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> last but not least summer walker apparently found herself in a a back and forth with future's latest baby mother over the reported amount that said baby mother eliza rain uh is requesting from future for the support of their daughter the number sits at fifty three thousand dollars a month Mm. for the child support of course, this hit the blogs and the usual discussion of, you know, sack chasing industry baby mamas commenced. Okay, yep, of course. However, Summer Walker decided to join in on the conversation for whatever reason for, uh, via her uh, spam accounts, I think is what she calls this, where she posts like memes and selfies or something her know. finsta that is not at all anonymous <laughs> right i wouldn't call it a finsta for it's that reason definitely not correct. <laughs> um so anyway she basically involved herself in this uh and called uh eliza rain uh disgusting mm-hmm. um saying that she thought women like this were disgusting she Went on about, you know, how much money a child needs uh, per year, et cetera. Um, And, you know, lots of people agreed with her. Lots of people felt like she should have minded her own motherfucking business Mm -hmm. and not had anything to say about it at all. Um, Eliza chimed in. Oh, here's the actual post. It says... Uh, It's a a screenshot of future with gray dreads. That must be Photoshop. What? (laughs) No, it looks like he dyed his hair gray or silver at some point in this picture. Okay. Whatever. Summer posted this shit on her IG and said she wants 53,000 a month. Women like this are so disgusting and sad. I feel so bad for this man. Where do y'all even find these types of women? Oh, literally anywhere, girl. That's how they end up with these types of women. Because literally Mm. fucking anywhere. There's no discernment. What a stupid Mm. question. I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Eliza responded with like a six, seven, eight, not damn, that's a lot of uh, IG. I didn't know that you could even use this much space on Instagram. Okay. (laughs) 
She said, okay, I promised myself that after going through what I've been going through, I'd dedicate my time to uplift other women and stay out of drama, as well as stay quiet about my case for my own peace. I'm going to skip forward because there's a lot. She says, first of all, Miss Galactahor, which is Summer Walker's Finsta's <laughs> Finsta page name. She said, nice music, but where's your brain at? I don't even like going back and forth with Black women during times like these, but how are you speaking on a situation like mine when your man is doing the same, if not worse, than the person I'm battling in court? Instead of condemning me on a fake number, you should be using your platform to speak against this type of neglect of children and abusive women, but I can't expect much from a person who condones their man allegedly playing the same type of games. Imagine being a Black woman with a big platform built on music that is mostly celebrated and supported by Black women using your voice to bash on other Black women based on fake news instead of speaking up for Black women who are for into situations like mine by black men who are never held accountable. Um, she then went on to like break down how they arrived at a, a 53,000 as the number. <sighs> Basically talked about, you know, <sighs> I don't even want to talk about this too much information. Like, girl, like, listen, I don't know why so many people are confused as to how child support works, especially since many of y'all are in child support situations or need to be. Maybe it's because many of y'all are not in, you know, situations of child support with the wealthy people. Maybe. But I feel like a lot of people are confused on how and why child support works or mm-hmm. how it's supposed to. Exactly. It's not just based on how much money it takes to keep a child alive and clothed and housed. Mm-hmm. It's based on the income of the parents and the lifestyle mm-hmm. that the parents live. Yep. Um, and there were reports when all of this was going on about like every corner of it, honestly. Like I was annoyed by how much I kept hearing about whatever the fucking case was between this woman and future. Like it was like every <laughs> detail. But one of the things I remember them talking about is him and his attorney or whoever not trying to, you know, give the courts access to his, you know, documents based on his income or whatever paperwork they needed, uh, you know, to make a decision based on that. So what do they do? They go to Forbes, they use the internet, they scour the fucking world for an estimated <laughs> yep. Yep. amount of what your income would be. And then they base it off of that. You know what I mean? So I don't really know why this woman felt like she needed to come on here and write all of this. I submitted mine day one, but guess what happens if the other party doesn't? They do a general assumption of income, blah, 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 blah. I've been let that drama go. My baby's healthy. Enough. Like, I don't even, you know... I don't know what else she has to do. I'm sure she probably has like a hair company or something else, you know, but like, I just couldn't find the time to do all of this for niggas that could just Google it. But anyway. Yeah, that's very real. Like, how dare you even talk to me when child support is about making sure the child has the same quality, quality of life with the with both parents. That's literally what it's about. And if you don't want to have to pay thousands of dollars a month, in child support, then maybe you should pick your baby mamas a little more carefully and not just nut into anything walking. Why does this nigga have six, seven baby mamas as it is? I, don't, I can't believe Summer bypassed all those very good questions and went straight to blaming this girl when it's like... I will tell you He didn't my even try. Theory. I'll tell you my theory on why she got involved, but I'm going to read what she responded with. Oh, uh, okay. First. Um... Because, like I said, lots of people were like, oh, Summer, just sing. <laughs> you know, like, we please, don't... Please, please, we need don't this. need the rest. 
Um, and mind you, this is coming like a few weeks after she was talking to moms about how they don't need to spend a certain amount of money on formula or oh whatever for God. their babies. Yes. Because all you need to do is buy them fruits and veggies or like get a fruit processor and make your own compost. cents a day or whatever. Or whatever the fuck Give she's your baby about. mashed up peas and nothing fucking else. Summer Walker has no children. Like she doesn't have children. Anyways, <laughs> she responded to this by saying so first let's stop dehumanizing people like they don't have the same rights as you freedom of speech whether physically or virtually we all have that right stop idolizing people so much that you think someone with a platform isn't allowed to have an opinion you your mama your friends and your friend's mama all be up under people's comments kiki and posting your opinions speaking freely on your pages and stories and i have the right to do the same second cut the crap about speaking on black women i'm all about my people and my culture but if the situation is foul then it's foul the person could have been black white asian or latina and i would have said the same thing i don't think a kid needs fifty-three thousand a month but that's my opinion that i'm entitled to with the titled part spelled like the app of course um to hear actually no it's spelled e-n-t-i-d-l-e it's wrong (laughs) to hear on my spam page (laughs) but if you think your child needs 53k a month then that's your opinion and there's nothing wrong with that to each their own lastly ladies focus on getting a educated Getting a good education, focusing on entrepreneurship, focused on independence and pathing the way to make your own money so that you can make your own decisions. So you don't have to ask a nigga for permission before you can go somewhere or buy something. Some of y'all getting a little too caught up in listening to the city girls and Cardi and worrying about a hot girl summer while all of them got jobs. Oh, my but don't God. Nobody hear How is all she that for real? <laughs> oh, my God. Girl, how are you this goddamn dumb? It's not that you're not allowed to have an opinion. It's that your opinion was based on something that was just fucking wrong. You didn't know enough about what you was talking about. If Future couldn't be bothered to provide the financial documents and they went off of whatever Forbes said, then why do you have something to say about that? Her last uh, page just said, and I said what I said with a black heart emotion. And it reminded me that like, a lot of people like to say, I said what I said um, in memory of Nene Leakes. I said in memory of, like she died. <laughs> um, but a lot of people don't forget Candy's follow up line. Mm-hmm. And what you said was some, was some bullshit. bullshit. It's important. Like, I feel like that's an important and powerful piece of that equation that we often lead up. What you said was it was some bullshit. Some bullshit. <laughs> You simply, it just was. you did not know what she was talking about. Again, it, child support is not about the bare minimum amount of money a child needs to stay alive. It's about, and it shouldn't be. And it's not right. It's not supposed to be. It's literally if you're supposed one of your to kids' be, parents. Yes, makes fifty million dollars a year for <laughs> argument's sake, right? Let's say just for argument that if like by a month, by month, it takes, let's say, what, $5,000 or five to $10,000, just argument's sake, because I don't know, I don't have children, right? But you're, one of your kids' parents, the non-custodial one at that, is like incredibly wealthy, making seven, eight figures, you know, just stupid money. Why should that parent be pitching in the bare minimum Why? to take care of this kid when that same parent is buying Mercedes's and Rolls Royces <laughs> and Birkin bags for any old girl off of the street. But Thank then you. all of that gets cut off when you get pregnant, when I make a baby with you. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But anyway, 
as you were saying, Mm -hmm. this ain't have nothing to do with you. (laughs) And it wasn't even you just like, it's like you want to come afterwards and be like, oh, well, I was just expressing my opinion. And if that, if your opinion is the opposite, then that's fine. And you have your opinion. That's not what you, you just weren't saying, well, I don't think a kid needs $53,000 a month. You said, Women like this disgust me. When you probably don't even know this woman, you definitely don't know the circumstances of her child support case. And in my opinion, I feel like the only reason that you were even so passionate about this is because you probably have a relationship with Future to some degree, either by your own industry connections or because your boyfriend has produced countless records for him. And you also probably feel sensitive about child support because your nigga is currently in child support battles with his baby mamas. And if we didn't know that, we knew it after you responded because his baby mamas was like, uh-uh, why are you talking? Because your nigga owe me some money right exactly. now for this Exactly. Don't know where you found the audacity, bitch, but you in the same situation. Like, girl, so what does she be talking about? I really don't know. Like, I wish Summer would just sing so I could just enjoy her fucking hood tunes and let that be that. But, like, coming for this woman, talking about how she discuss you. For right. simply trying to provide her child with the same lifestyle that her the child's daddy has. Like this is not this is not outrageous. This is not wrong. And I don't want to hear nothing about it from niggas who have never even tried to file for custody of their kids. Hello. I know niggas whose issue is not necessarily the child support. It's whatever relationship they have with the mama and how that is interfering with their relationship with their children. But do you know what those niggas do? If they can't get through to her, do you know what they do? They stack their money up and they take that bitch to court to establish their parental rights. If that's what you have to do, just like a lot of women get they shit together and go put your ass on child support because you not listening or you not texting them back or you block them. And so they did what they had to do. A man who wants to see his child will do that. A man who wants to share custody of his child will do that. A nigga who has not even tried. Don't talk to me about how much money he pays in child support because you could pay millions in child support. It's nothing like actually having to raise a baby by yourself. It's nothing like actually having to be there with that nigga when they wake up eight times during the night and you got to get up early to go to school and then work and then come pick him up and then go to your other job. Like, I just don't I just don't understand how y'all cape for these niggas who have millions and millions of dollars and who don't show any discretion with where they put their dick. Thank you, because it's like future could have only nutted in rich women. He could have done that. Let's just say, no, he wouldn't have ever done that. But he could have. A big part of the, maybe, but a big part of what a lot of the, the niggas who be continuously getting into these kinds of situations with certain women is like they're always going for the women that they feel like they can affect their lifestyle, that they can impress you by just being a rich nigga who will buy you a bag or do whatever the fuck. Like they're not as comfortable usually with somebody who's going to be able to hold their own. It doesn't need you for motherfucking anything because what leverage do you have right. to hold the power in that situation? If I don't really need you for shit, she's not so, going to put up with your dumb shit because she don't need you to pay her rent or that's keep not her to lights say that, on or whatever else. That's not to say that, you know, Every rich nigga out here is looking for someone who isn't rich. You know, there's plenty of wealthy, powerful men that, you know, are willingly out here looking for getting with wealthy, powerful other people, women or whatever. But um, like in cases like this, you're absolutely right. Let's say like 
let's say that Eliza actually is 1000% cold-blooded sack chaser and she puts foundation on her horn so that you can't see him and she's actually you know what I'm saying like let's say she's absolutely just uh you know check chasing clout chasing freak right who doesn't know that people exist that will attempt to take advantage of rich people's money like who doesn't know that there are women out here Mm. men also out here yes people who are like oh i'm trying to go over there and get you know clinked up so that i can you know have whatever kind of rich lifestyle and private jets and all that other kind of stuff like these niggas know that there are women out here trying to get pregnant so that they can be kept and take care of or whatever that's not to say that that's who this woman is but those types of people exist and rappers and athletes especially know that better than any motherfucking right. body. Taylor's so I'm not son. shocked that Summer Walker doesn't know much about how child support works because Summer Walker does not have a child and Summer Walker also doesn't seem very bright. But you know who does know all about this stuff? Future's attorney and future. Because a nigga already has three dozen motherfucking kids and 24 baby mamas and all this other fucking shit. So, nigga, you already know how this shit works, yet you're willingly going around putting your dick raw wherever the motherfucker and knocking people up and acting like you never met them or they're not attractive or whatever when they're like, oh, I'm actually pregnant and I'm having a baby that belongs to you. But you feel comfortable saying that you feel sorry for him? (laughs) Based off what? (laughs) First of all, first of all, if he paid that that child support, future will still be fine. Future's not going to be hard up for money anytime soon. And I highly doubt that that's about to be his last illegitimate baby. So, <laughs> like, I don't know what, where your pity is coming from, but again, I feel like it's biased and it's a little uh, <sighs> pointed in the wrong direction, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, it's just amazing what a few facts can do. It's just amazing how they can change our whole opinion and maybe completely affect what you would have said. Or even just recognizing that you are in a situation with a nigga whose baby is like a year old. And I don't know how long Summer Walker has been with that nigga, but I feel like it's been a year. Right? Maybe. I think so. Something around that. So it's like the details of that are already like, don't know where you found the nerve, girl, but. I'm telling you, little Miss she got is you already. Together. <laughs> She is already like had a a, a parking lot fight scheduled for okay. one of that man's other baby mamas. Like they probably absolutely told her to come down to the park by the bleachers and fight. Probably. Summer seems like the type who literally wakes up, absolutely faces a blunt. And then brushes her teeth, maybe. Mm. You know, like, she seems like the type who's just like, let me get up, hit this blunt that I, you know, didn't finish last night, hit the fucking timeline, see what there is to talk shit about. (laughs) And then I'll do some singing and not giving a fuck later on, which is, like, fine. And she absolutely has the right to express her opinion. Celebrities be on these blogs and, you know, lollygagging and making jokes at other people's expense all the time. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, I just felt like disgusting was a little much and harsh when it's not your case. You don't have kids. You don't know this woman. And you don't know the circumstances. And Future could have not got this woman pregnant. He could have. Like, I I just don't understand how people keep (laughs) skipping that. This did not have to be his baby mama, just like the rest of them. He could have just not... The fact that y'all let niggas get away with the most reckless, 
irresponsible <laughs> behavior and then blame yeah. the women. It's just like, but this nigga could have also kept his dick to himself. And why don't that's y'all what, ever hold them accountable? Ever. That's why these niggas be feeling so comfortable being absolutely oh, like trash. wild, reckless, destroy like whatever. Like I just read that Tory Lanez DM someone about a rumor. That, that is my whole read. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. It's like, sweetie, what? But yeah, sure. <laughs> Prime example. You're absolutely right, though. These niggas be wild comfortable. Yeah. Especially when it comes to shitting on black women, because they know even other black women yep. will be like, well, I just think he's right. <laughs> like, and I just feel like, you know, that's a man. So, like, don't but- even come to that man being crazy when you know who he is and you know what he do and you know how to do what he do. And I said what I said at the end of the day. All you need is a food processor, cucumbers, and possibly grapes. Your baby doesn't need Gerbers. I don't know what time you think it is. It's 89 cents a day. And Summer Walker said that. That was so crazy. Like, girl, you you truly know nothing about infant and toddler (laughs) development. Nobody would recommend that you spend 83 cents a day on produce to blend up and feed to your your whole child every fucking day. Every day, girl, just malnourished. (laughs) It's just the fact that they're so uninformed. Like, that's the only... That's the thing. Because I know she be having a blunt between her fucking middle and end. And she's just like, I don't care what I'm talking about, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> like, give a shit. You're not gonna fight me. So. You need a real fence, the girl, because this is yes. This ain't it. You need to let this one go. One that ju- like I thought it, aren't celebrity fences like meant for like their friends and family and like people. Yes, they trust? yes. You're not <laughs> supposed to has tell like, the whole world that that's your fence. Her fence has like half a million followers. Like, girl, what did you think? And also, you are smart enough to know that people are going to hold your opinion at a different standard than, you know, whoever shot John down at the Dunkin' Donuts. You know that. Is it fair? Is it cool? Is it right? Maybe not. But you know people are going to treat your opinion differently because they know who you are. True. But again, I don't care that you had an opinion. I care that you were just so wrong about it and just so ready to blame a black woman when the nigga who created this baby completely voluntarily did not have to do it was right there. Like, I just don't, I don't understand how y'all are dedicated to hating your own people, but you know, one day we'll get free one day. That's it for the hot tops this week. We're going to take a break and then we will be coming right back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my 
for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts okay guys we are back to the show and we're getting ready to read your listener letters this week's listener letter is brought to you guys by hulu's new comedy series woke all episodes of the show are premiering september 9th so go and check it out facts all right this first letter comes from deja who um it's just one of those quick ones who wants to know um if we have well you really because this ain't me but if you've played Fortnite, because right now they have a new season that is marvel themed and you can play as storm mystique wolverine iron man <clears throat> and she said here maybe even one a black panther skin in honor of chadwick so do you know anything about that I don't play Fortnite. It's not for me. I do know what they're referencing and basically what they're talking about are these skins that you can use for your character in Fortnite that look mm. like all of those uh those Marvel characters including I was uh happy to see Storm because everybody knows Storm is my fave and mm. you know with Disney and Marvel Studios only recently acquiring the Fox, X-Men, and all those other properties. I feel like they've slowly started trickling them, like, back into other stuff outside of film, like games and whatever else. So that's nice. But I don't like Fortnite. It doesn't really... Also, it doesn't change the fact that the game is still about running around and shooting people and building forts. So it's not like... It's not like you're about to use nobody's superpowers or fly around. Not that I know about. But even if you did, I don't care for Fortnite. I don't think it's for me. But if you're enjoying it, good for you. I have been playing the Avengers game, though, that just came out and enjoying that. Mm. No storm, but I like it. Hopefully Black Panther. My nephew has me playing not Fortnite, but Lovecraft, Minecraft. 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 (laughs) Listen, that game is not for adults. I cannot... No. I don't understand. Mm, no. I literally don't understand. And Noah has me playing the one where you get to play different games inside the game. 
What? And one of them is like, you get to be a little baby or whatever the fuck. I have what is that no game? What are talking about? Dreams? No, it's very popular with the children. Disney Infinity. No, it's the one where it's multiple games inside the app, inside the game. And and you can pick which one you play. Like Noah has me being a little baby, I think. What? God damn it. Game that kids love. <laughs> I'm trying what to think what would she be playing? There's a bunch oh. of games in a game. And you can play it on your phone or on the computer. Somebody is going to be like, bitch. It's I know exactly so what you're obvious. talking about, but I have no clue. And it's frustrating me because I feel like I'm a game encyclopedia. Like, I have... Okay, you know what? This is going to make me mad. So let's just move on. Sure. (laughs) Let's just just move on. Our first question this week comes from Lucretia, who says, I'm a lesbian who just got out of a three-month relationship with my partner. Five years. Love that y'all are using partner after three months. Yeah. (laughs) I truly love it. Lesbians are the most. Mm. I broke up with her because I felt like I wasn't being heard or valued in the relationship. Now she is really landed on thick and being attentive and letting me know how much she loves and cares about me. And as far as she knows, I have no reason not to come back at this point. Oh, okay. But secretly, Mm -hmm. I don't... (laughs) You know it. I don't want to get back with her because I'm not really attracted to her physically. Oh, no. It was her personality that drew me in, but we quickly fell into the lesbian bed death, mostly because I don't have the desire to have sex with her anymore. She's good in bed, but I'm not motivated to to reciprocate due to my lack of attraction and the fact that she is so restrict restrictive with what I'm allowed to do. Uh-huh. I respect her boundaries, but it makes things less exciting for me. Mm. Mm, okay. Also, she's a mother who wants me to help with some of her responsibilities, and I don't think I'm ready for all that. (laughs) That's fair, too. I knew she had kids when we got together, of course. I just didn't know how much she would expect me to help with them, and it quickly got overwhelming. (laughs) Now that we're broken up, I can get back to my fantasy of finding a fine-ass thud with no kids (laughs) who treats me right, if that nigga exists. But I don't think I can tell her that the reason I don't want to come back is because I don't find her attractive. What do I do? Should I go back now because she's being good to me or take the asshole route and tell her she ain't fine enough? Damn. <laughs> Thanks, Lucretia. Well, Cretia, um, I don't know why those are your only options. Um, <laughs> right. I don't think that you should get back in a relationship with her just because she's being more attentive. Um, because you very obviously don't want to be in a relationship with her. And you made reasonable points. You know, if you're not being satisfied sexually, that's a good enough reason. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not ready to be co-parented, which is also a fair enough reason. But I don't think that you need to tell her that you're not attracted to her anymore. You know, I don't... Mm -hmm. I, I suppose it would be honest, but I don't think that you need to say that you could just say that it's not going to work for you you want to explore other things you just want to be like you can be honest with her about why you want to break up without being brutally fucking honest like you don't need to go into details because at the end of the day you know the lack of physical attraction isn't the only thing that you just listed here as part of a reason why you want to be single or want to not be in a relationship with her so even if that's like the main reason or the biggest reason, I feel like you can keep that to to yourself. I don't think you need to say that to her. 
Yeah, I don't. You don't have to be the bad guy here. You actually don't need a reason for right. not wanting to be with somebody. Not right. wanting to be with them is enough. So, yeah. if she wants to know why that you know, why you know she is giving you all this attention and blah blah blah, and you're still not reciprocating, you can just say that you feel like the two of you are going in different directions, and y'all are not supposed to be together. Like, you don't have to be cruel. Yeah. It's interesting. It's really interesting to me that you said, you know, should I do the um, asshole thing and tell her she ain't fine enough when it seems to me that the asshole thing is like going back to her anyway, even though you really don't want yeah. her mm-hmm. just to play with her fucking feelings. Eventually, you're going to get tired of pretending like that's really where you want to be and break her heart or whatever. Or you just going to end up resenting her because you changed your life to be a part of hers when you really didn't want to. Mm -hmm. So I think what's best is that you just tell her that you don't want to be with her period. And that it is what it is. And she'll just have to handle the breakup just like anybody else would, but you're not an asshole for not wanting to be with somebody. You can have whatever reason you have. You're right. I think a lot of people end up in that situation because it's like, there's no win for her here. You know what I mean? Either way, the person she wants to be with doesn't want to be with them. And you're either going to prolong the hurt or you're going to just end it now. And, you know, hopefully she'll find her way to peace, uh, you know, as quickly as possible. But either way, you know, you're going to hurt her. And there are some situations where, you know, a person that you're with or don't want to be with or care about or whatever is going to experience heartbreak. Sometimes it's unavoidable, but it doesn't mean that you're like a terrible person for it. It doesn't mean that you're doing the wrong thing because the thing that you're going to say is going to hurt them. Sometimes, you know, it's for the best. It's the right thing to do. And you don't, even though your delivery or what you have to say may hurt, you don't have to like, you know, pierce a knife through the jugular, you know? Right. (laughs) Like, especially with the kid thing, like you definitely should not go back when you feel like raising kids is not something you, you want to do. Cause you know, she has kids. Yeah. That is, that's not changing. And if you feel like, uh, children have too much responsibility and I'm not ready for all that, then that's fine. You have the right to feel that way as somebody who doesn't have kids. Right. But you also, you know, you owe it to them kids to not be in their life when you really don't want to be there. Yep. Leave them and their mama alone. Let them move on so you can move on. Yeah. And best of luck to you. Our next question comes from JoJo, who says... Great album. <laughs> so good, girl. When 2020 began, I thought that this would be a great year to meet new people. Mm. I'm in my late 20s and I have a few really great friends, a great dog, and a wonderful family. This year, I was really hoping to maybe find a man to be with because, you know, niggas really ain't shit. But hey, I thought I might find one. Mm. Now that our entire world has been shut down, I feel like that possibility is further away than I would have hoped. (laughs) It's like the only time I see someone of the opposite sex is in the grocery store or at the gas station or at work. It feels like this is not even really real life. And not to mention, I don't even know what anybody really looks like because every nigga has a mask on. My question is, I mean, that's that's good that they are actually wearing. Uh, Yeah. My question is, how do you think quarantine has changed dating for you? Do you think this will affect people in the dating world moving forward? Are you more? 
Are you more open to trying dating apps now that we are in quarantine? I'm not really a meet my partner online type, so this is a little challenging challenging for me. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks for all you do. Blah, blah, blah. We love you, Jojo. Well, Jojo, I don't know what to tell you. I typically keep these niggas <laughs> as far away from me as possible. Um, I don't text back. I don't uh, communicate. So... Sounds like we're in the same boat here, girl. The mm. only difference is like, um, I don't really care. I do um understand where you're coming from though. And uh I think that it's another part of like I'm so tired of hearing the new normal, but it's like this is just kind mm-hmm. of how shit is going to be until it's not. And unfortunately, because the world is shit and our country's leaders are shittier. We don't really know what that's looking out like, what the schedule is giving, what any of this is. Hell, y'all might not even be able to go to the Usher experience. Who knows? Oh, so, don't say that. <laughs> um, I think that there, uh, depending on the, the ways that you typically would socialize or meet guys, yeah, a lot of that is going to be different. I mean, I don't know if you want to try apps or, you know... I, I guess like right now, I think a lot of people who are still dating or attempting to date are mostly going the digital way. Like if they're trying be. to meet new people. I mean, um, yeah, that's how I would assume it's mostly working. And a lot of people were finding success or just comfort in uh, app dating, online dating and stuff like that anyway. So I feel like that's probably your best bet to try to meet someone where you'll be able to assess out their... Um, personality and see what they look like without a a mask um and do all of the above but personal dating uh has looked like you know my dating life (laughs) pre-covid desolate lots of um lots of tumbleweeds it's raggedy out here girl so i'm not sure what to tell you yeah, um same really. Like I'm I'm still not into the app situation. I don't think I ever will be. And like back in April, I just kind of resigned myself to, well, I guess I'm just going to be over here by myself until the pandemic is over. Yeah. Cuz I know how I am. You know, I don't even let I don't even let Dustin in my house. I have Dustin. I do not let him to, oh, I, I do not allow him to come over. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if I don't let my own friends in my house, I'm definitely not letting some random nigga that I met on an app come into my home or come breathe in my face. Like, I'm just entirely too scared of the virus to let that happen. So I resigned myself to being single and not dating, you know, a few months ago. So this is not I understand that most of you, I don't know, really want companionship or something. There's nothing wrong with that. But Yeah, I feel like if you weren't really into apps before, but, you know, you're feeling lonely and you want to talk to some niggas, then there's nothing wrong with it. I just, you know, it's just really the whole trying to get to know somebody, but then there's no way that we can meet up and see each other in person. That's not going to work for me. I'm not going to sit here and text you all day, every day 
endlessly, you know, like there has to be a point in time where we can see one another. Now I do yeah. have a situation. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Well, the fact that I called it an entanglement and this nigga got mad at me. So, <laughs> so I won't say mm-hmm. entanglement, but feel like I would be a yeah. That is, the nigga was very offended by that. I wasn't mm-hmm. ready, but it's offensive. <laughs> so I'm not really, you know, even looking to date. So that's another part of it, I guess. But uh, yeah, maybe if if we get through, you know. September 2021 and there's no end in sight then I will have changed my mind about dating apps or going out and meeting people but as of right now I'm fine with niggas not being in my face or on my phone I really am yeah I think that I'm mostly on the same page I'm kind of like a born-again virgin at this point like Mm, okay I think it's been well probably a couple weeks away from two years since i slept with somebody so go off look at you you are a virgin i think i'm gonna just be a monk (laughs) a monk yeah aren't they like monks don't have sex i don't think so are they not supposed to oh they probably don't they the ones who be like living in potato sacks in the in the hills and stuff right i don't know i just like they shirk all that modern shit (laughs) i just knew that um some of them are celibate. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. One day you will meet the nigga of your dreams and that all that will change. But I understand things being what they are for now. Yeah, definitely. Everything is confusing right now and nobody has answers for a lot of it when it comes to socializing, being, being out in public, dating, etc. There are ways to do it. I feel like a lot of the ways that people are doing it uh, willfully ignore uh safety (laughs) i mean yes because meeting up with somebody outside your household i mean somebody you don't know you can't verify where they've been or whatever it's high risk behavior especially because y'all going to restaurants and clubs and all this other but i'm done telling other people what to do or like fussing at them about it y'all gonna do what y'all want to do just because i don't think it's a good idea doesn't mean you shouldn't do it so yeah I don't know what more to tell you. I see a lot of the girls out here basically just spitting on each other at this point. I don't know. Like, they're just like. Have you seen those fight videos from Pride in Atlanta? I haven't actually sat back to watch it yet. I usually get like uh, some like Orville Redenbacher popcorn ready before I watch (laughs) it. an ATL pride fight because they're very eventful usually lengthy and you know I really wanted to like get comfortable before I started uh this year's yeah fight festivities down at the the <laughs> ATL pride what is it with that like why don't they just have UFC styled matches for each pride at, in Atlanta <laughs> because clearly it's where the girls go to settle scores so just build a cage yes and and make money off of it because y'all motherfuckers be in atlanta every pride boxing and the whole block's involved i don't know why yeah because you've been real mad at that bitch for the whole past year and now you finally get to let it out and i guess you know you're gonna see him at pride 
Huh, it's just a damn shame that it ends up on Instagram and Twitter and <laughs> Snapchat and Facebook and every damn where else. I mean, but, I enjoy watching it. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I do love fight videos and I do love fights in real life. I go to fights. I'm, mm. I move in the direction of fights mm. because I do like to witness them, which is off, maybe a little off brand for me. But yeah, I'm just whatever. You you niggas are going to do what you do. Be safe. Yeah, it's just wear a mask and and keep your distance and don't let these niggas lie to you more than anything else. Yeah, that's the real virus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our last letter comes from Valen, who says, I'm 25 years old and I'm seven months pregnant. About a month ago, my boyfriend and I went to a dog park to let our dog play. But while we were there, I saw our neighbor and I went to go speak to him. I specifically went to ask him to pick up his dog shit from my front door whenever the dog shits there, because for some reason his dog uses my bath uses my front door as his bathroom and has done it multiple times. And the neighbor has never picked it up. I've never gotten the chance to say something. I've always ever I've always just seen the dog shitting on my ring camera while I was away. But I never caught it in the act. So I went up to him and said something. And this man literally got in my face. And screams, bitch, my dog does not shit at your door at the top of his lungs. I told him that I had proof on camera and then cussed him out. And he tried to get he tried to cuss me out. But then I shut it all down and he left. But I said all that to say that my boyfriend literally said nothing the entire time that all this was going on. Girl, I forgot you had a boyfriend up until now. Okay. (laughs) You mentioned him once and that was it. (laughs) He didn't even ask if I was okay. And I asked him why he didn't back me up. And he said, it looked like you had it. Wow. He's never acted this way before. And so I made a decision right then and there to leave. Mm. Now it's been a month and everyone around me thinks I'm crazy and dramatic. And he's been trying to show me that he really does care. But I just can't let something like this go because it don't sit right with me. My question is, do you guys also think I'm being dramatic or is it okay to break up over something like this? Thanks, Valen. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't, um, I don't think that you're being dramatic. I will start there. I definitely don't think that you're dramatic. If a man, especially, came in your face and was screaming at you and wrong on that. I don't give a fuck if he was 110% right. But being that strong and wrong, like, honestly, if I were in the street and saw it happening to you, I probably would have said something and I don't even know, y'all. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of thing. And I really don't care for conflict or street drama, especially if it doesn't involve me. But there's just some things that are right and wrong, and I probably would have said something not even knowing you. So if you had a whole boyfriend that was on site as this is happening (laughs) who said nothing to a man getting aggressive with you over some shit that he, like, literal shit that he's responsible for... Yep. Yeah, I don't I I don't I don't think you're dramatic for leaving that nigga because I probably would have been on the same temperature. Now I think that there may not be anything wrong with like going to hear him out or whatever if he is making uh 
an effort to try and show you that he's learned and is feeling different or whatever. But I also don't think that there's anything wrong with you being like, nah, wasn't, you know, like I see one red flag and I get out, you know, like I don't, I'm not blaming anybody for having that kind of uh, approach to it or whatever. And whatever the friends, whatever the fuck your friends are talking about is fucking irrelevant. Like it does, it doesn't matter what your friends think, what even your family might think or whatever, go with whatever your gut is you're feeling. Like Crystal said on another letter, letter, you could want to be single because the sky's blue. Like it, you not wanting to be with somebody is enough to not be with yeah. them. It's a good enough reason. I think this is plenty good reason. And, <laughs> you know, you have every right and reason to to stick by, you know, whatever it is that you're feeling. Right, because, I mean, she mentioned here in parentheses that this man who was screaming at her did not have on a mask while she did, you know, and Mm. she's pregnant and all this, which I'm sure just made it worse as far as, like, the situation with your boyfriend. I'm honestly shocked that you're 25 years old and actually left this nigga, (laughs) because... True. I feel like it's, you know, women who are 10 years older than you who would have been trying to rationalize that to themselves and be like, oh, it wasn't so bad, you know... This, this is blah, blah, blah. But the fact that that man saw another grown man screaming in your face, knowing that you're carrying his child and didn't feel motivated to do nothing about it. I, I too would be feeling away. Like, I can't judge you for that. I can't say that you're wrong for that. I think if Erie is right, you know, if you really want to just listen to him and give him another shot or whatever and all that, I can't fault you for that. But Nigga, I'm really going to need you to be a little bit more protective over your child, at least. At least. And I'm incubating that nigga. So, what's what's not clicking? Yeah, the fact that they're having a kid together, too, is like, you know, go ahead and hear him out. But I'm just like, I, I feel like I would struggle... I would struggle with not looking at you differently after that. Like, I feel like for a while, unless maybe we talk to somebody or something like that, that would, like, be one of those things that irks you, even if it's in your subconscious. But I'm sure it would be at the forefront of my brain. like (laughs) Forever. for At least for a while, the way that I'm going to be maneuvering around you in your presence and stuff like that is going to be affected, even if we talk and I hear you out and stuff like that. And that's very normal. It's very human for people to be like, oh, I forgive you. I understand or whatever. And for a while, if not for the fuck ever after that, it's still eating a person up inside or still bothering them. And it's like, there's nothing worse than when you're supposed to have moved on from drama with a person relationship or not but it keeps coming back up it keeps you know mm-hmm. what i mean and you know if it's gonna be a thing where you're going to consistently be bugged by that then <laughs> i just feel like it's better for you to just be like you know what i don't need to be with you or at the very least i need an extended vacation from you and from right. this relationship or whatever but yeah i don't think you've been dramatic at all no, because I could just see like a year from now him coming home and complaining about like arguing with somebody at work or whatever. And you being like, hmm, so you can argue with niggas at work, but <laughs> exactly. you can't argue with a nigga who was screaming exactly. in my face when I was pregnant, yep. carrying your child waddling around this earth, carrying mm. your baby, split my rooter and tooter wide open for your child. Mm. Hmm. But you can argue with that bitch over the copier. Okay. Nah, copy. I got you. Like, I just, I feel like I would have that attitude. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, Sam. <laughs> he come to me like, 
okay, but like, I don't know if we should keep buying this brand of peanut butter. I had to fight with it to get the damn thing open. Oh, so you could fight with the, the jar of peanut butter, but you couldn't fight with that nigga that tried to beat my ass over that dog. Cool. That's cute. I'm glad to know where I stand. Thanks. Yeah. Consider this a red flag and, you know, move however you gonna move from, from there on out. But be wary. Be mm. wary of a nigga who just don't feel no need to stick up for his the mother of his child or his child again especially themselves against a man that is wild incorrect right <laughs> screaming in her face for no reason and without a mask on in the middle of a damn pandemic i just don't know how you don't say nothing i really feel like any partner of any gender yes should have stepped up and said something <laughs> in defense of you even, the pregnant one even if you're not like buddy i will absolutely knock your ass the fuck out in here right now like at the very least you should be trying to defuse it like at the very least come step between them like yo what whatever yeah, this, this is, is what we're not, not gonna doing. be doing is screaming at my lady she's gonna go over there enjoy a juice box and me and you are gonna work this out like I just don't understand sitting back, but you know, <laughs> good luck to you, girl. And whatever you, whatever you decide to put that nigga through, he deserves, but yeah. best of luck figuring that out. All right. That wraps up this week's listener letters brought to you by Hulu's new comedy series, Woke, all episodes premiering September 9th. If you have questions, send them to askthereed at gmail.com. We'll be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, we're back now. It's time for the read. It is. You can go. Okay, well, like you brought up earlier, since we're discussing trash niggas, mm. um, I'm never going to miss an opportunity to slander Tory Lanez uh, after what he did to Megan, my queen. I just won't. And um, since Megan went on live and straight up said that nigga shot me and he and his team have been lying to the blogs and trying to make it look better when it really ain't all that, he has remained pretty silent. And honestly, I thought he would continue to stay silent because why say anything at all about an ongoing case? You're only going to incriminate yourself or make yourself look bad. I fully expected him to say nothing. However, me too. he could not avoid being a nigga. When Hot New Hip Hop blogged about 
this whole situation. So they talked about how after Megan went live, a lot of Tory Lanez fans have been boycotting or simply not, you know, streaming his songs or anything else. And Forbes allegedly reported that his total streaming numbers have fallen up to 40% ever since then. Mm -hmm. So hot new hip hop, of course, blogged about the story, posted it on Twitter. Tory Lanez, who f- who for some reason has not given his password to his publicist DM'd hot new hip hop <laughs> and decided to defend himself not against the allegations of shooting Megan right. not about any of that but to defend his streaming numbers this nigga <laughs> said I have 27 million monthly listeners on Spotify currently how dare y'all? He, he laughed about it too. LMAO, that's such a lie. 40% where? So those, yeah. yeah. So, so when I saw this, I actually had to click through. I don't even remember where I originally saw the link. Was it some other nigga blog? Um, wrap up. And so then they did all this extra linking. So I clicked through and read all this. First of all, mm. first of all, Megan is the only reason your bitch ass is not in prison right now. <laughs> she is the only reason. Had she told the police what really happened that night, I'm sure you would be up on more than gun charges right now. And honestly, I hope that changes. I hope at any moment we're going to see your ass going down for attempted murder or whatever this is called legally. I don't know. I want to see that shit. Because I'm beyond tired of people being able to abuse black women, treat us whatever kind of way and suffer no repercussions for it. I don't care if you're a black man or not. I'm tired of you abusing us. I mean, in this situation, literally shooting. But literally, it can be as common as, as taking advantage of the labor that black women provide and assuming it will always be there and that it don't mean nothing or it don't cost nothing or it's not hard to provide that that labor and that support and that love for everybody else. Uh, let's see, I'm getting ahead of myself. So first of all, there's that. I'm also <laughs> I'm really struggling with how the allegations are so severe. This is so bad. Everything about it is so awful. Your people have you shutting up and, you know, all this other shit. And yet you decided that the appropriate way to respond was to DM a fucking hip hop blogging site and be like, say what you want about the fact that I tried to take this woman's ligaments right on out of her feet. But don't you ever dare lie about how many 0.00027 cents of a of a penny that I'm receiving per stream on Spotify with all their free users. Don't you dare lie about that shit. How do right, you That's where I got to How are you mad? This is what I don't understand. How are you mad that somebody said your streaming numbers are down and not mad that somebody said you shot them in the fucking foot? <laughs> <laughs> like help me understand how you are so offended that somebody might say, oh, no, Tory Lanez has fallen off since he literally tried to kill this girl. That you would actually DM somebody trying to defend yourself against that shit 
and not against the fact that you really did shoot this girl in her fucking feet. I just don't know where niggas find the audacity. Where where is it at? Mind blowing. How did you get it? Let me know. Like you're not even. Tory Lane should have been deported, put in jail, both at the same time. I don't even know. All that shit should have happened. The fact that Megan didn't automatically have your ass put in jail should have had you feeling grateful. Should have had you sending fruit baskets and and get well soon cards through all your publicists and your mama and everybody else and shutting the fuck up for all eternity about it. But you tried to make yourself look better. You tried to make it seem like it wasn't that damn bad. And then when she directly pointed the finger, you mad because niggas said your streams have dropped. <laughs> this is why we have to get niggas the fuck out of here. This is why, you know, abolition may be the, the goal. But I'm tired of people who do this type of shit, getting away with it nonstop and never having to face any repercussions. So send that nigga to prison. Call Kamala. Do whatever you got to do. Have them come round this nigga up and take his ass directly to the federal penitentiary. Because how fucking dare you? I really don't understand how black women are constantly the ones putting their necks out, literally risking their own health and safety for niggas all the goddamn time. And y'all just shit on them in response. Megan was beyond gracious with Tory Lanez. She didn't even, everybody knew that he shot her and she kept it fucking cute. For weeks, she didn't say nothing. Protecting the nigga who shot her and this is how you treat her. She literally only spoke up when blogs <sighs> were starting to run the lies. I will never let nigga logic fly around here. Niggas will say shit like, well, Megan wasn't supposed to snitch because street code or whatever the fuck all that dumb shit that y'all will say in defense of Tory Lanez because when it come right down to it you don't really care about women you care about men not actually getting in trouble for the shit they do I understand that's why y'all are defending and supporting Tory Lanez I understand it I just won't ever stand for it my damn self because the math ain't math in here <laughs> that girl went out of her way to shield a man who tried to take her life. Really chew on, <laughs> chew on that shit. Yep. Think about how this could have been so much. You know what? Never mind. I just don't. One day, black women are really going to be done with y'all niggas and I don't know what you're going to do. I really don't. I don't know what you're going to do. But this was trash all the way around. Give your password to your publicist Log the fuck off. Go do something else with your time. Fill your days with something else. Get off the internet. Because this ain't it, nigga. I already thought that that nigga was high and out of his mind. You should have been praising God that Megan didn't file charges on you. But here you go. Being a bitch-made nigga. For what? Why? What was the reason? Furthermore... Let's say that whatever the fuck your attempted correction on your streaming numbers, let's say that that's true. So, like, what next? Who cares? Like, literally, the only time people are discussing you right now is in connection with your shooting. Like, so <laughs> if people are still listening to your weird remixed version of a Belle Biv DeVoe song, then fine. But, like, the fact that you, again, because, like, I think a lot of people are stupid. 
oh, celebrities, yeah. oh, regular definitely. people, but I, like, yep. I feel like a lot of people are stupid. Oh, yeah. But I still just feel like some things are just basic common sense. Like, you don't even have to think about it to know, right? And I would say the same thing for the fact that you jumping in anybody's DMs and saying anything about anything, like the time of day. Why is it happening? <laughs> would be, right. And someone's going to be like, would you believe what the fuck Tory Lanez <laughs> dropped in my DM? So... You really thought with the temperature in the room for you right now that it was like, I'm going to ignore everything. <laughs> you know, this woman literally just confirmed that I shot her. Yep. I've said nothing. Not an apology. I have no problem with them sharing the correction of my <sighs> Spotify hits. Girl. What a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> like, get niggas out of here, girl. This is really how you act. This is really it. Y'all the niggas I won't be marching for. Come get them, girl. Kamala and Joe, come round these niggas the fuck up. Why would you let that be your first statement? <laughs> Why would well, you actually, just leave it alone? <laughs> I got 250,000 a month. Like, what? Don't nobody give a fuck about that? Are you just skipping the whole part where you shot her? That just don't mean nothing to you? The numbers is all that count? That's why you need to go to jail. <laughs> it basically felt like, yeah, I shot that bitch, but these numbers are still up, though. So don't. How dare I you? May, <laughs> I may shoot the children. Bitches are still streaming don't. <laughs> so don't get it fucked up. Girl, priorities all in the wrong spot. I can't wait for Trump to get you to fuck. Oh, wait. No, no. Wait. Yeah. Is that what I want to say? I don't. I mean, I actually don't care who deports you. I just want it to yeah. happen. I'm going yeah. to leave it at that. And I'm going to leave it I at agree. that. Fuck you, sir. All right. Um, for me, two quick things. One, um, I think gender reveals are stupid. I don't think that they should still be a thing. However, as we said earlier in the podcast, I am not a parent. Um, and I feel like you have the right to, you know, have your little parties and go down to Costco for your sheet cake or whatever it is that you want to do. That's fine. <laughs> What I will say is, although I feel like uh, these reveal parties are stupid and they're a waste of money and they mm -hmm. uphold gender norms for no real reason um, other than, you know, maybe getting gifts and having a moment that's about you. Correct. <laughs> um even if you do decide that that's something you're going to do, I'd really love to, I, I just want to request that we... Um, Refrain from using pyrotechnics, um, explosive charges, yes. grenades, uh, smoke, um, I don't know, sharp knives, mm -hmm. rifles, <laughs> um, aircrafts even. It's not that deep. I promise you, nobody really gives a fuck about your baby's genitals. Nope. No one. Um, it is really just a moment to once again celebrate that you have a baby on the way. Um, I'm bringing this up because apparently <laughs> there is uh, yet another, one of multiple wildfires that... Um, from the time I read it, burned like uh, affected eight eight thousand six hundred acres of land somewhere in California. Yeah, I saw that. 
Because some family decided that they wanted to have a gender reveal that involved a pyrotechnic, a smoke-generating pyrotechnic Mm -hmm. device. Get us out of here. I also read in this article that in like 2017, someone did some similar shit in Arizona where they were supposed to like, they like shot a hunting rifle off into the distance at some target that then would blow up with whatever color smoke. And they were responsible for like $8 million in restitution or yeah, something crazy. Yeah, I remember like that because they burned like half a Texas or something. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't make no sense. <laughs> so when you and your baby are eating Easy Mac off of the floor, are you going to explain to them that that is because you have had to pay the state of California all of their motherfucking money because you wanted to have a motherfucking party where the family <laughs> and your friends or their friends could find out what kind of genitals you had? You really felt like sharing the information about your baby's private parts mm. was worth you pretending to be wily fucking coyote yep. for a day. <laughs> what is wrong with you niggas? Even the lady who popularized the gender reveal party had to get on Facebook and be like, enough. Like, girl, <laughs> that is it. <laughs> and I believe that she like, I, I feel like they cut a cake. Like, like, yeah. Cut a cake open, pop a balloon, bob for apples or have an egg hunt or whatever shit. Your baby ain't worth, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dog fights and fucking like, you know what I'm saying? Flyover jet performances and whatever the fuck weird shit y'all bitches be doing. Like, save that shit for all of the produce on Summer Walker's monthly list that you are going to have to pay for to keep the baby living. Like, you don't need to be spending that shit on pyrotechnic devices, you weird bitches. Like, I'm so tired of gender reveals. Like, gender reveal parties and all of that stuff. It's late. Like, girl... And y'all be wanting to have a baby shower too. I'm not coming to all of that. <laughs> Fuck is wrong with y'all. Now, like California and California already has a problem. Was already with burning like up. <laughs> dryness and brush fires and all Christ of this shit. Jesus. And you decided to go out to a section of it that was described as literally nothing but brown dead grass. <laughs> and you were like, here's the perfect place to start a fire you know your your useless gender reveal party because it's really just a genital reveal so let's call that's it, what i'm let's saying call it what it is your useless party aside once you decide to bring guns and things that produce fire into Thank it you're you. doing entirely too goddamn much this is not Thank a movie you. this is not a movie you do not need to impress the bitches you went to seventh grade with get off facebook who exactly. cares girl Exactly. Now look, you and your whole family embarrassed because you caused like 8% of California to burn down when shit is already awful in California. I was just about to say, girl, during a pandemic, sis, <laughs> where, what are you even... This should have been a Zoom meeting anyway. Period. <laughs> Why was there even interactive activities? <laughs> now y'all about to be dead broke before this motherfucker even here because you burnt California down. What the fuck is wrong with y'all for a gender reveal? I hope your baby slapped the shit at you. <laughs> like, immediately on arrival. 
Just thwap your ass right there wherever you give birth to him. So you niggas brought me into this world under these circumstances. You did that on purpose. Okay. Because like you said, even if you're like, oh, but how am my cousin supposed to know what to buy down at the Kmart or whatever when they're going to get baby clothes? Like even whatever. You know what I'm saying? Let's pretend that there are no like unisex clothes or colors or I mean, whatever. You can just buy yellow or white or whatever, any color because it's a fucking baby. When I had my baby born at the age of four, I always envisioned that I would put <laughs> a very similar skirt on my baby. Like, whatever. Right? Let's say that, like, you just really, you just want to have it. Why does it need to be destructive? Right. Why does it have to be, like, a Michael Bay film, nigga? Just pick, just yes. pop a balloon or cut open a cupcake. You weird freak. <laughs> this isn't Universal Studios. You have no um, obligation to put on last the Last but not least, <laughs> I just wanted to say. Oh, Lord. Help us, Jesus. P-Valley spoilers incoming. <gasps> yes! I was almost Uncle Clifford this week, but I decided to not. <laughs> you know, I was uncle, almost Uncle Clifford this week, but <laughs> wow. I also decided to not. <laughs> I stand. I stand for that nigga. <laughs> I just want to say, if you haven't watched the finale of P-Valley yet, you know, I'm not going to go super into detail, but I am going to spoil a bit of it. So, I just want to say, Keyshawn, I am so disappointed in you. No! <laughs> Keyshawn, in the words of a powerful young Black woman, Diane Johnson, you broke my heart. <laughs> we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And I understand that it is a complicated incredibly emotional uh, set of circumstances that you are in with that white man. <laughs> but I just want you to understand that you shattered my being when you did that to that black king. All he wanted to do was love you. All he wanted to do was protect you. Ah, what? I haven't seen it yet. Oh my Why didn't you tell me you haven't seen it? I wanted to be slightly spoiled. I can't wait. Oh nigga, I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I am just wow I cannot believe you oh I really <sighs> am I crooked letter crooked letter I <laughs> it's just not even gonna sound the same to me anymore oh you ruined no. it oh no I'm so incredibly heartbroken I cannot believe that you did this to our king Mine and yours. And you know something else? I was already pissed at, Ke at Keyshawn because I don't remember if it was the last episode or the one before. But there was an episode where she, I think it was the last one, she and Diamond were about to kiss. They were outside. And Gidget's babbit ass came out there hollering about her, <laughs> <laughs> her boyfriend or whatever and interrupted it right as they were about to kiss. <sighs> but she went back in like after a couple seconds and then Keyshawn goes like... I guess I should go ahead and go back mm. into work. And I yelled at the TV like, I hate when you <laughs> niggas do this shit in film and television. When they're just about to kiss and you've been waiting for it, especially when it's a couple that you've been rooting for and whatever the fuck happens, it always interrupts them just as, about their, yep. uh, just as their lips are about to meet. And then when that interruption goes away, one or both of them is always like, oh, well, I guess we should go away. You know, kiss yeah. the nigga anyway! You could have still kissed him! They'd be like, no, I was 
already son. pissed. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's the, I, I, I should go ahead and get back to work. I was already pissed when I found out that her baby father was Caucasian. But this is the journey that you are taking me through, Keyshawn. Seriously? I am so disappointed. I really am. And I need to know how this is going to rectify itself in season two. I can't wait for it. And I will say that it still had a satisfying ending. How, you know how a lot of shows like end in turmoil, all the cliffhangers are sad. None of your faves win. Oh yeah. And like, they're like, See you in three, four months to ruin your life again. And it's just like <laughs> I was just about to say Shonda. Wow. Like all of the like, same we on the same Scandal, <laughs> Shmurda, Grace, like a lot of these shows. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, we're coming back to just ruin your life again. And the, the moment <laughs> that it looks like the character that you like is gonna have something good happen to them, we're gonna snatch it away from them. Like so many shows do that. And I was prepared for them to do that shit with this one too, but it sort of has like a nice chunk of of positivity and hope. Loretta Devine is fantastic. Yes. The whole cast is really good and stuff like that. But there were a couple of little cliffhangers and notes that were heartbreaking. And that was one of them. And I just... Oh, man. <laughs> you really would have thought that it was the season finale of a Shonda Rhimes show and somebody had been shot and murdered that you really loved. Like, that is the way that I reacted to Keyshawn's decision. And the, the first season finale of Pussy Valley... Um. Mm. Oh, I can't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it when we get off the phone tonight. The pank. I'm gonna the look pank at has it. done a lot for me. It yes, really has. It, has. <laughs> it has. I love the pank with my whole heart, and I. I just don't know how we're supposed to move forward with the decisions that some of the girls have made. Ugh. Um. Ugh. So that man is so fine. He is so fine, and he's black. And he's got hands, and he has just just been putting it all on the line for you, you beautiful black queen. And I'm, I just, Diamond deserves better. He's got mm. hands. Yeah, he got hands. I mean, yes, he does have hands, but I mean, like hands that when I say he got hands, he was he has hands that he was willing to use to defend you and your honor more than thrice. And this is what you do. Mm. For this motherfucking fucking DJ Tanner looking ass bitch. Oh god. I I am just I uh Well, now I have to see it. I have a feeling what happened, but I absolutely have to watch it. Maybe next week we can Good do finale. like a we can do like a P Valley segment and just really get yeah. into the whole show and have real spoiler warnings and all that. But speaking of DJ Tanner. What the hell did Candace do this time? Nothing as far as I know. <laughs> But I had to text Amber and be like, I'm sorry, my nigga, that I shot on Fuller House the way that I did. Because there is something about the cheesy, corny awfulness of that show that has really appealed to me over the past couple of weeks. And I have been binge watching the Full House reboot on Netflix. And the thing about it is I wasn't really wrong. It is awful. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It is awful. It's very bad. But Mm. if you feel nostalgic about the first rendition of the show, then this will grow on you. It will. The old cast comes back frequently. 
a lot happens now and a lot of it is trash and it's clearly written by Republicans. Like clearly there are a lot of times where I'm like, just say you voted for Trump and leave me alone. And then mm. this random black baby that Jesse and Becky adopted, keep it, keep it, forgot keep it. That. What the fuck was the point of that? Didn't they have a little black daughter in, in the Roseanne reboot too? Yes. They had um the boy. His daughter was black. Like what, what is I this? honestly feel like I honestly feel like they be a week out from shooting yes. these shows. And then like the double doors of the executive like conference room <laughs> smash open and they're like, We forgot the niggers! Someone call a nigger! We don't have a nigger. Yes. Like, it's true. Yeah. Pamela, which is the little girl's name, is frequently her name? I mean, her name is Pam, <laughs> which, I mean, I have an A Pam, so I'm going to leave it alone. Of but- course you do. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> We're black. It's just like, really, a random black baby for Jesse and Becky, whose kids are finally grown and in college. They decided to adopt a black infant, really, but whatever. So wait, are the twins on the show, too? Barely. They're in like the first episode or so, maybe another one, but nobody cares about the twins. Nobody really cared about Nikki and Alex. Nikki yeah, and Alex right. just came along because Michelle was growing up. So. Yes, that is so true. That's exactly what happened with that. So we needed new that babies. That is so fucking true. <laughs> so she could do her little catchphrases. You got it, dude, or whatever the fuck. Right. That's what that was for. But oh, Michelle was the GOAT. <laughs> I mean, truly. And the fact that she doesn't come back and they keep making references to it throughout the show. <laughs> And like looking directly at the camera and still Mary Kate and Ashley was like, y'all can keep that poor shit. We're not doing it. <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley probably told an agent, if you text me about that show <laughs> one more time, you're fired. <laughs> the answer is no. Literally I don't, care what don't do. talk to me. There's even a part like there's a um, there's a, a scene where one of the girls um, like Kimmy Gibbler's daughter is buying a prom dress or something and she buys an Elizabeth and James dress, which is the Olsen twins line. It's named oh. after their parents. <laughs> oh. And so Kimmy Gibbler says, the Olsen twins and so Whatever. Kimmy says at these prices, no wonder they don't have to act anymore. <laughs> Just like, okay. That's cute. That's what I'm saying. Like it's stuff that's like that one. where you're like, okay, yes. Like y'all are continuously, like making sure you reference these girls and telling them to come back on set and they keep saying keep it we're rich for real and we don't need it <laughs> i bet you they ain't called journey smollett listen journey said i'm not well, I mean, a, i'm not appearing they? i'm not appearing <laughs> i've not seen her but they have brought back a lot of people from the original show gia is in it a lot Oh, that's cute. Stephanie's friend, the one who had her smoking cigarettes. Oh, I absolutely remember Gia's badass. Yeah, Gia's still bad. <laughs> and she was bad in everything they cast her in at that age. I feel like this was just a meme. Like, every single role that that young lady had around that age, she was, like, making some other Bible school child smoke weed and cigarettes. Yes. And, like, go have, like, sex or whatever. Like, she was always a bad girl. And Jodie Sweetin I'm- clearly got breast implants, but they cover up her titties all all the time so that she never has cleavage but she has the biggest titties of all time it's just something unnoticed but i have to apologize to everybody who i made fun of for liking this show or finding some kind of comfort in it because now i finally understand it is still bad but i understand why y'all fuck with it 
I can understand that. I just feel like I already have such a backlog of things that I want to watch that are probably yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know why I would watch Fuller House. And honestly, I feel like I'd rather binge watch, you know, House of Pain or Bruh. Oh, no, definitely not House of Pain. But I have been watching. I tried to watch Moesha, but she got on my nerves even worse than she did when I was a kid. You know something? I'm the opposite. Really? Yeah, I don't know. She still gets on my nerves. But like... <laughs> I, d- I don't find her as like despicable and annoying as I used to because I feel like the po- the purpose it was she was very clearly r- intentionally written to be like annoying and like nosy and doing the much mm-hmm. doing the much but <laughs> but I felt like like there was a purpose for her being imperfect and like making mistakes and doing kind of fucked up selfish shit. Like I feel like they wanted to sort of paint the picture that this young woman was like, you know, like she wasn't perfect and like she kind of needed a reality check sometimes, whether it was from her friends or her family or whatever to do better because she always got read. Nisi <laughs> Redder, Kim Redder, Hakeem Redder, D Redder, Miles Redder. So like the the episode where Joe Marie Payton, Hakeem's mama, came over to the house. You never you saw her like twice in the series, right? And I feel like one of those times she came over to the house and basically told Moesha, "If I hear your name again, I'm coming over here to fight you. <laughs> Stop talking about my son. Don't worry about what you know what our bills are looking like." I'm fine. Like, yeah. And I just felt like for me, sometimes watching it again, it was like, I feel like the purpose of this was to show a black girl that isn't perfect, but like has the resources or like the surroundings to sort of do better or learn to do better and shit like that. Because it was no way that they weren't writing her like with the intention of her being fucked up. Cause yeah, they're just like, they definitely were. That first episode where like, Hakeem like owed people money and he was like borrowing money from his friends and stuff because they needed you know the lights had been off and all right. like and it was like so blatantly clear <laughs> that they were struggling with money in, in Hakeem's house and she had to go over to the house and see a whole bunch of Glade candles Just and shit around because I'm niggas didn't have electricity <laughs> and and she was still like what's going on Hakeem, Hakeem why why won't you turn the lights on <laughs> bitch cause they cut the fucking lights off ho what the fuck are you missing bitch? you really like, had to spoon feed it to Moesha and that's like you, why I, I just can't with her <laughs> I know that when I was younger and even a teen and I was watching Moesha reruns I was like god damn this girl's fucking stupid like she's so fucking aggravating like why does why is the show about her and I really think it was, they were just trying to show an imperfect black girl who needed the world to wake her ass up Yeah, sometimes. and it just worked a little too well. Because even to <laughs> this day, I just, I have to take Moesha in small doses, but I have been enjoying Sister Sister, which is also on Netflix now. So good. Oh my God. Jack A. Harry has done Perfect. so much for entertainment. A legend. Like, a legend, nigga. Great cast. Great cast. Yes. But let's be like, Jack A. Harry... Really took the comedy of that fucking sitcom to a whole other level. And it was just like what I said about Countess Vaughn and other, like, people. Like, you weren't going to be like, say it like this. Like, I highly doubt that anybody directed that woman (laughs) on how to make lines funny. She's funny. You know what I'm saying? So, absolutely, Sister Sister is another one. And I'm so happy that, you know, these Black sitcoms are having, you know, new life breath 
breathed into them mm-hmm. via Netflix and stuff like that. I believe Girlfriends is next. The Parkers too. Oh yeah, and half and half and one. I think the game is back already, or maybe it's coming back. Yeah, the game. The game hit in like two or three, not too long ago. Yeah. So yeah. A lot of great black stuff to watch on TV. True. It's interesting that Jack Hay and Countess, both of their characters were like talked about in like lots of jokes, like they were just so fat or like uncontrollable or whatever. And they carried them fucking shows, right? Lisa was always too much and too ghetto and too big and too this. And meanwhile, we are tuning in to see what Lisa and Kim have to say about what's going on in the world. Like we're watching it for these people. It definitely gives me like when white producers, directors, executives weren't like checked for calling oh, the yeah. actor sassy. Right. You know, it was like when they open it, just do it a little sassy. Give us some and of I'm that sure that Jack A. Magic. Yeah, just if you get like, a little urban, you know, just like, a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> like, but, like, I'm sure like a lot of them had no problem saying that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but they're just funny. Like, they made those yes. roles and those lines, a lot of them, so fucking unforgettable. So, but you're right. They were the reason that a lot of us kept coming yeah. back because them lines, like, there was one thing that I don't even think was like a, I don't even think it was like a catchphrase, but Lisa used to always be like, who you telling? And that shit yes. used to make me laugh every time she said it. Because the way she, she said was, it. Who you Because the way she said it. <laughs> yep. That was so fucking funny. Oh, man. But. Huh, true. Yeah. Damn. Enjoy Sister Sister Girls. Like I said, yes. I have the box set because I don't, okay. you know. Of course you do. <laughs> I'm an independent bitch that don't need no streams. I just um, feel validated every time I watch because I'm like, I was the only bitch who preferred Tia over Tamara. And look at how I won. How did you win? Just look at how I won. I won. In the grand scheme of things, I did. Think about Tia didn't win. and think about Tamara and then think about how I won. <laughs> Tia and Tamara, the characters on Sister Sister. Uh, no, I'm taking it as different. a win. No, I'm taking it regardless. Mm. <laughs> I disagree. Because <laughs> I was definitely All Tamara the bad High. kids love Tamara. <laughs> and I loved Jordan. I loved Jordan. <laughs> Tamara and her boyfriend were so fun and like <sighs> funny. Meanwhile, Tia and what was her boyfriend's name? Tyreek. Yeah, Tyreek. <laughs> Always opining about bills or or the civil rights movement. Look at that. Look at being responsible. Look at niggas actually giving a shit about what's going on in the world, taking care of themselves. No, I was vindicated. I'm not mad. <laughs> Do you remember that episode where Tamara went to sleep and they all like played like historical black figures? No. Oh God, I'm gonna pull that up. Like she had a dream. I don't remember why she had a dream, Lord. but she had like this dream where like all of the characters were playing like Madam C.J. Walker. Oh God. Like, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so cheesy, but it reminds you of like that '90s sitcom cheese where they were like super intentional with those special episodes. <gasps> Wait, the fact that the episode is called I Have a Dream. <laughs> Why didn't I guess that? I could like, I should have just said that. Because when I said she had a dream, I literally thought of Martin Luther King. I should have known. But yes, that episode is so corny. Yeah, I mean, because the premise is Tamara doesn't want to finish high school. Again, not a Tia thing at all. 
just not you know what you are so right i feel like it was like everybody was getting ready for college and she was like i don't fuck about college i'm, college, home I'm my life. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she had a dream about all of these historical black pioneers and shit like that and she was like maybe i should care about my gpa tamara was great mm, <laughs> and yet tamara. and yet when it came right down to it tia won so I'm Absolutely. just going to take that. Whatever. Thank you so much. And now we are very much off topic. So, so I don't even remember what we was talking about, but <laughs> that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Um, oh, and friend, I wanted to say, you put me onto that video game Spirit Fairer. It's so good. I have not played anything else since you told me about it. Like, I'm obsessed. You know how I am. When I just really love a game and I am completely in it. It's like if therapy and mindfulness and wellness and and awareness around death and all that, it's like all of that in video game format. But also so still good. fun. Like I really love it. It is so fun. So it's very sweet. The animation of it is really nice. And you literally a gameplay feature is hugging. Yes. Like you can literally <laughs> hug your animal friends slash spirits or whatever. And I was like, oh, sign me up. It's nice and lengthy. <laughs> you have lo- loads of stuff to do. And if you like the sort of like community managementness of Animal Crossing where you're like yeah. harvesting and you have to take care of people and stuff like that. It's got a ton of that. It's so good. And it's like a, I think it's kind of an indie game and it's like a, had a little low key release, but it's one of my favorite games that's come out this year so far and it's pretty new still. So. Yeah, it's incredible. So if you're looking for something new to play, highly recommend a spirit fairer they're also like you can try to hug somebody and they can be like mm, not in the mood yes <laughs> or and they'll literally are, be like mm, i'm fine and there are a couple of spirits who you hug them and then their mood is worse because they did not want you to touch them and i was just yeah. like wow <laughs> there's one the like i don't know if you've gotten to the is it, is it like a bull or buffalo and a hummingbird oh yeah mickey yeah yeah and yeah. his brother Them too they're like gangsters or whatever. Like they have that sort of like, like gangster sort of tone or whatever. It's yeah. They how they speak. But like the first time I hugged them, <laughs> he was like, "All right, don't tell anybody." Yep. <laughs> they are very fucking picky. The fact that they it's really good. They don't eat crayfish. He don't want to eat nothing that was made with just one ingredient. He loves yeah. pub food. Fry anyway. Check out Spirit Fair. <laughs> One of the characters is like, like, on, really likes exotic food and acquired taste. Yeah, and I made like some exotic b- meal to give him. Bougie bird. <laughs> yes, and he was like, "I won't eat anything fried." I was like, "Bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Because you fucking tried him. One of the lions don't eat carbs. <laughs> yes, it's so it's really good. Yeah, it's really fun. I, I'm I'm weaving wool linen you know, as we speak. But thank you for putting me onto that game because I love it. So, all right. Anything from you before we finally, Jesus Christ, we are well over two hours. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a happy meal this week. I'm going to uh, end with a moral of the story instead. That might be something that I do from here on out. And this week's moral of the story um, is big dick energy and good dick energy are two different things. Oh, we learn the difference more at 11 all right and on that note we will see you niggas next week
Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.